start that thing when you're ready. Oh, yeah, 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 no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Welcome back to Corrupted Wisdom. I'm Christy. I'm Genesis. And today, we of course have a topic for you, but we're going to start by... Actually, let's let's do something different. Let's oh. do a catch-up. Okay. So what has been going on in your life? <laughs> Not much. I'm boring, honestly. I don't know. Um, hmm, what has been going on in my life? I... Uh, Went on vacation. Hey. You know, I went to Jamaica for a little bit. I was hating yeah. real bad. Got a little spicy or whatever. It was fun. It was a good time. Um, yeah. And other than that, I'm just around. I'm here. Um, I went nowhere because I have two children. <laughs> that's not why. No. You just didn't go. When anywhere. you look at plane tickets, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that is why. Okay. Okay. Because mm -hmm. a child is the same price as an adult. Um, okay. but hopefully, um, in the near future, um, I will go somewhere, somewhere, anywhere, you know, cause, uh, mama needs a vacation too. I was actually thinking of doing a solo trip. Hmm. I'm scared of those. I'm a little scared of them too, but I was looking into, I wanted to do a wellness trip. Okay. So, like eat, pray, love? Kind of. Okay. But I'm not going to like all these different places. Mm -hmm. So, um, funny story is originally, maybe like two years ago, I wanted to do a wellness trip with my girlfriends. And mm -hmm. there was like um, this wellness trip in Costa Rica, and it was specifically like for black people, for oh. black women. Okay. And I was like so down for it. I was like, yes, I want to do it. Mm -hmm. I told my friend, I was like, we should do this. She was like, yes. You know, we want to be on that like yoga, mm -hmm. vegan, healthy, chakra, all that <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> Uh huh. So we email the people, right? So I go on the website to see um, if they have a package to get any information, right? There's really not that much information. Mm -hmm. Just, um, yeah, there's not that much information. So I email the people, like, you know, I wanted to see an itinerary because one of the things on the website was that so you fly into Costa Rica, but I think you, fl I think it's San Jose. Mm -hmm. I think that's the airport you fly into. Mm -hmm. But where the actual resort is, I believe, is on the East Coast. So you spend, like, maybe, like, a day traveling to get to it. Wow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so that was the most amount of information they had on the website. So me being a planner, I was like, I need more information. Right. Because if I'm going to pay for this, you know, I need to know, okay, where am I going to fly into? How am I going to get uh, transportation from the airport to the resort? Mm -hmm. Do I have to stay overnight somewhere else and then go? Like, right. I wanted all these all this detail also if i'm traveling for a day does that mean that i have to request like an extra day to allocate for travel all mm -hmm. that stuff mm -hmm. so i email the people you know like oh i want to i want to see this these itinerary and the person emailed me back like oh you have to pay a deposit first before you see the itinerary no mind you the deposit is non-refundable no <laughs> so I was like, but how can I commit to paying money for something that I don't know that I don't know it's feasible for my schedule? And she's like, yeah, we don't give out that information until you submit a deposit. So I was like, oh, okay, y'all niggas just janky. <laughs> <laughs> this this is how we do it. Right. And I was really pissed the fuck off because I really wanted to do this wellness retreat, and I was just like, the way y'all starting off is not right. Mm -mm. It's not right. So right. I was like, you know what? Uh, this is a sign. This is not. This is not for me. Right. 
So I never ended up going. But then maybe like a couple years later, I read an article, I guess an opinion piece or maybe a blog post, whatever the fuck. <laughs> Somebody had gone on it and basically that they were like, it was so horrible. They had to leave early. See the signs? Yeah. You see the sign. You knew mm-hmm. the signs. They and was this was you. literally like, this trip was maybe about like two, it was anywhere from 1500 to two G's. Oh no. Not including airfare. And in the review, the lady was like, yeah, we went there and they were talking about like, oh, fresh foods and like the food was trash. The sleeping arrangements, it was like five people to a room. Nah. And then you had like bunk beds or you had like beds that weren't comfortable. Yeah. She was just like, the way it was organized was just not organized very well. Mm -hmm. And I think um, she even wrote how like it has some shit where like you couldn't wear logos. or What? Yes. (laughs) What? What? Yeah. So I was like, the Lord saved me. Right. I so, dodged a bullet. So Jen, this is this, this is not, not for you. you. Because he know like one thing I am like with my money, I don't play. And right. I I'm a firm believer I will turn into a white woman asking for the manager <laughs> very quickly because if I feel like if I'm paying for something, mm-hmm. I expect a certain amount of service and I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. Like this email is coming your way. Fact, which is why I will never sit in footprints. <laughs> I went to footprints yesterday, actually. And, and they was rude, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's like, I came from Jamaica and I was like, ooh, I'm not ready to be in America yet. So then I went to footprints and then it was like, oh, you know, you still had the music and then the people was rude to you still. It was like, it was good. It was a good nah, time. when I went to Jamaica, everybody was fucking nice to me, first of all. Were you on the resort? Yes, mm-hmm. that's beside the point. <laughs> but yeah, like yo, I and I love footprints, but I'm I'll I'll get takeout. I'm not sitting in there mm-hmm. like because I'm like you're not gonna be rude to me. <laughs> I'm not know. gonna pay you to be rude to me. For me, I feel like I don't know if it's rude or it's like it's just real, and I think that that's why it's like I enjoyed Jamaica because people were just like, well. When I have that, like, that's, like, simple stuff like that. Like, okay, like, you know, like, this is how I feel about it. And this is how I'm expressing myself. And that's it. I don't know. Um, I feel like, <laughs> see, this is, like, yes. In regular interactions, it's real. That's mm-hmm. why when people be like, oh, Eastern European people are rude. Mm-hmm. Nah, they're not rude. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just, just how, how they, they are. are. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, African people are rude. Nah, they're just direct. Right. But when you talk about hospitality... Mm. I'm not going to pay you to be direct to me, okay? <laughs> I'm paying you to be nice to me in addition to this food. Mm. So if you're going to be rude to me, nah. Not having it. I don't want it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, f- I feel that. I feel it. So mm-hmm. uh, back to my original point, I'm still looking for a wellness retreat. So if somebody knows of a good wellness retreat that is not janky and that will not have me uh doing downward dog next to um a lot of beckys please let me know <laughs> i am not that busy. i have a problem with becky but sometimes <laughs> you just want to commune with your own people i'm dead i'm dead <laughs> but you know what you could do too though it's like you could like kind of since you're such a planner you could plan one for yourself like i feel like this trip that i went on with my friends to jamaica like it wasn't meant to be a wellness trip mm-hmm. but i felt like us being together in the same space and like planning things together and mm-hmm. like having time to like speak and like have fun like it felt like 
a wellness trip. Like I felt, I feel rejuvenated mm -hmm. and I feel like good. My body's a little sore because we turned up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Feel me? But <laughs> you know, I feel like it was a good time. Like maybe you should plan that for yourself. I mean, yes. So like that's like a girl's trip, but I want, I'm talking about, I want to just like drink vegetable juices out here. No liquor. Like you want real retreat style. I want real retreat, peace of mind, mm -hmm. rebalancing of the chakras wellness. That's yes. what I want. Yes, and I need someone to explain to me what the chakras are too. So I actually know somebody who she wrote a book on chakras. Mm. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll point you to her Amazon. Okay. Okay. All right. That's for another day. That's for another day. <laughs> um, yeah. So looking for a wellness retreat because I need to balance myself, especially now because there's a lot of not a lot of, but there is some movement. Mm -hmm. Some resettling or shifting of things mm -hmm. uh, in my life. So I think I need to prepare myself for the next chapter. Mm, start fresh. Yeah, start fresh. That's always good. Mm -hmm. Mental health, physical health. Yes, mental health. Just made me think of that person at work. <laughs> <laughs> I refer to those 10 uh, workers yeah. that you... That you don't like. Right. Because <laughs> we don't harbor hate in our hearts. Definitely not. Don't forget it. All right. <laughs> so uh, we've catched up. Let's get into the show. Okay. So now we're going to get into my favorite part of this show. Mm -hmm. uh, the what are we drinking segment. And we have our nice little tumblers here. Mine says adulting is hard. Because it is. And Christie's is just nice and marbly and pink. Yes. It's very cute. I like. Um, so we brought out the big dogs today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are drinking some Hennessy. And I'm a little nervous because me and Hennessy, we don't have a good history. Me and Hennessy are friends. Yeah, me and Hennessy are not friends. How you feel <laughs> about tequila, I feel about Hennessy. Mm, so um, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> So we're drinking Hennessy and pineapple, which is a, a staple, mm -hmm. right? It's a, like peanut butter and jelly. Exactly. Hennessy and pineapple juice mm -hmm. go together. And then we splashed it because I like to splash. Mm -hmm. If you haven't noticed, I always splash something in here. I splashed it with a little bit of cranberry, but this is cranberry pomegranate. She got a little fancy again because mm -hmm. that's what she does. And what do you think? It's all right. She's a hater. It's good. She doesn't like Hennessy. It doesn't count. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't count. It's not my thing. The cognac is just... I like it. I like Douce better because it's smooth. I definitely like Douce better. Douce is much better. I feel like I can tolerate it. Mm -hmm. The only thing Henny that I like is a Henny Colada. Mm -hmm. The Henny Pina Colada at... um What's that ghetto place everybody go to? <laughs> City Island? Yup. It's not ghetto. No, not city. <laughs> city Island itself is not ghetto, but you know the Johnny's. No, not Johnny's. The other one, Seafood City. Seafood City. There's two of them. They similar. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't been there, go there. In the summer, it's gonna be lit. You can sit outside, mm -hmm. eat your little fried fish, you know, mm -hmm. and sip a fried scrimp. Mm-hmm. Sip a little henny culotta. Yeah, the henny culottas there are mm -hmm. really good. They know what they're doing. But I think anything frozen in liquor is good. It's good. Yeah. Like in Jamaica, I kept drinking um, Miami Vice with like an extra shot of rum. And Miami Vice is like... I know it's some red in it. It's a white and a red. Yeah. And it's mixed. 
I don't know what the two yeah, are. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. I know it's white and it's red mm-hmm. and it's mixed with a rum. Yes. If you know what it is, let us know in, in the, the comments, comments below. <laughs> right? So we can get our lives together. Because I'm just drinking things and not knowing what it is. We might, I do have a blender, so maybe we could... Oh, when it gets warmer, we're, we're gonna, gonna dab frozen in the Ooh, in the frozen drinks, mm-hmm. and maybe we can do a muddle drink too. Yeah, Richard really likes mojitos. Oh, yeah. When we first dated, when we first started dating, mm-hmm. like he would drink mojitos all the time. Maybe when he comes as a guest, mm-hmm. we could put him. Yeah, get him a little. Mojito. He don't know how to make a mojito. But you, that's why you make it. Yeah, that's what, I'll <laughs> he just, make it. He gonna show up and get it. That's yeah. what's gonna happen. Our first date, we went to. Another place that a lot of black people like to frequent, the sea in Brooklyn. The sea. Oh, I like sea. <laughs> you know, and when I went there for the first time, I was like, oh, this is so fancy. It's, so I nice. mean, it's a nice place. Yeah. It definitely is. But then you keep getting invited there and you're like, oh, this is a thing that we yeah, do. Yeah, like Everyone this is a thing. Here. Like, mm-hmm. it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, all the black people go here. Right, exactly. But it makes you feel fancy. Yeah. Cause it's like you're not a black millennial if you have not been to the sea in Williamsburg. Yes. What are you doing with your life? Right. <laughs> Upgrade yourself. Upgrade yourself. Okay. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Oh, and I it's only um Thai food there or Yeah, it's only Thai food. Okay, yeah. So if you don't like that type of food, it's not for you either. But I don't know how you cannot like Thai food. I have a friend, she doesn't like any kind of Asian food. Not even Chinese food? No, she, especially not Chinese food. Like, not even hood Chinese? Nah. She doesn't. No fried rice? Nah. That's weird. She only eats like fried rice that's like, you know, sometimes West Indians do fried rice. Africans yeah. have their own kind of fried rice. She'll eat those fried rice. Who but don't not, like Chinese fried rice? It's my friend, you know. Where did that, didn't Africans learn it from Chinese people? You know what? I don't know. Let me know in the comments. If you know, let, let us know. Because... Let us know, because clearly I don't know, but I just can't <laughs> fathom how you don't like fried rice. Yeah. Like, I don't eat chicken wings from Chinese restaurants anymore. Hmm. She doesn't eat those either. She doesn't eat... Well, she doesn't eat Chinese in general, but it started with the whole, like, the meat thing. Mm-hmm. She was like, mm, no thanks. Why? Because she thinks it's, like, <laughs> cat or something? Yeah, like, she like videos have surfaced where it's like, oh, like, it's a pigeon, not a chicken. Or it's oh. like a... It's a cat. I don't think, see, that doesn't bother me. Um, me either. That's no. the thing. I'm like, well, if it's cat, it's pretty good. It tastes great. I'm going to put that hot sauce phenomenal. barbecue sauce on it and yeah. keep going. But for her, she was just like, mm. See, the for me, what bothers me about chicken wings is they don't burn the hairs off. Mm, yes. So, like. It makes you uncomfortable. It make, like, now, because I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> There's hair in my food now. There's hair in my food. Um, so, I think that's another reason why I don't eat flats either. Mm, I love flats. That's nah. my favorite part of the chicken. No, I'm a drumstick. Give me the drumstick all the time. Mm-mm, I, I don't feel want a flat. like you have to be a certain kind of person to eat flats. You have to be willing to go through the struggle because it's a piece. It's it is. Pieces. It's like you get, and then once you get that little, fuck that. <laughs> the drumstick, you just turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then done. What is it, Jen? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you just turn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so nah, I don't, I don't want a flat. I'm a, so, but we could go eat wings together. Because mm-hmm, then we'll just mix them and you get yeah. all the drums and I'll eat all the flats. Exactly. Done. Problem solved. Find you a partner like that. Okay? Yes. Find you a partner who's your flats to your drumstick. Mm. There we go. Ah, oh, Jen, you're the drumstick to my flat. So sweet. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> oh. And then continuing on with the tradition of February is Black History Month. Ew, ew, ew. 
Hence the Hennessy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cause only real niggas drink Hennessy. Mm. Tell them. Um, yes. Shout out to Malcolm X. That's actually uh one of my favorite black history people. Malcolm X? Yeah. What about him? Um, I love Malcolm X. I felt like as an orator, he was just like phenomenal. Like mm. if you listen to his speeches, he's so captivating. Mm-hmm. Like his prose is so great. The things that he says, the examples, like, you know what I'm saying? You sit, like, I can totally understand why people were so drawn to him. Because what he's saying is like, it's resonating, it's right. And how his delivery is like so great. Right. And he was like, he's just more of like, fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what he makes me think of too? Like his delivery, like how you said, is like, sometimes I think of like Obama mm-hmm. in the way it's like, he thinks so much of his delivery. Yeah. Like Obama's delivery is so important to him mm-hmm. and the way that he like sends his message out, you receive it. Mm-hmm. So like I, I hear that when you're talking about Malcolm X too. It's like similarities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think, and personally, I feel like um, Malcolm X was one of the reasons why Martin Luther was like more accepted. Mm. Because when MLK first came out, all them people was like, fuck it. <laughs> What's that? Like, like he talk about, right? Right. We don't want to hear that nigger. <laughs> Oh my God. Because I'm lying. Right? I, I said nothing. Go ahead. Because nobody said that, right? Everyone said that. Everybody said that. Mm-hmm. But then here you have Malcolm X who's just like, nah, fuck that. Right. Fuck that and fuck white people. <laughs> and then they're like, what? Right. So they're so like, nah, we're going back over here. We're going back over here because he's like, nah, we can we can build together. Right. And Malcolm X is like, no, no. I'm building apart. Right. And what I'm going to build is way better than what you got. Right. And they were like, oh. They were like, no, 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 no. That's dangerous. <laughs> Malcolm, I mean, Martin, come here. Right. Come, come back. Here. Come back. Let's talk. Let's talk. <laughs> Right. So um, I feel like that's important because I don't think if you didn't have somebody like Malcolm, I don't think Martin would have been embraced so much. Mm, it's like you don't know the benefits of what you have until you know like the mm-hmm. the other side of the scale. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite black history person? Um, wow. Ah. You might have to table that. You might yeah. have to think on it. Wow. That's a loaded question. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I don't know, this is like an elementary school answer, but I feel like George Washington Carver has so many inventions mm-hmm. that it's like without his mind, it's like so many things wouldn't have stemmed off of his creations and we wouldn't have so many things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like a person that's very appreciative of the things that we have. Like we have peanut butter. True. <laughs> we have peanut butter. And I love peanut butter. So... I love him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's so, an extension of Yes, he's an extension of my love. Yeah. So George Washington Carver. Yeah. I'm gonna go with him for now. But I'm gonna think about it some more. I think that's good because most people don't like list George Washington Carver. Yeah. Yeah. Like you get the, you know, MLK, Rosa, Rosa Parks. Parks, the mm-hmm. real militant people, St. Yeah. Malcolm. Yeah. Um, but you don't get George Washington Carver. Mm-mm. I'm grateful for inventions. That's mm-hmm. me. You know. Okay, so now let's jump into our topic for this week. And our topic is passion versus stability. Mm-hmm. Yes, so now we're talking about passion versus stability. Um, we're talking about it more so in relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess we have to start off by telling you what our definition of passion and what our definition of stability is so that we're all on the same page with like what we're thinking about here. 
So when you think of like passion, like what do you? So when I think of passion in a relationship, um, I think my first initial thought is like romance novel passion. <laughs> the drama. The drama, yes. right? Like mm-hmm. that passion. Mm-hmm. You know, that like, and he caressed her, mm. her neck and blah, 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 whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't really, romance novels is not. It's not for me. It's but, not for me. But <laughs> if it's for you, we don't judge. Yes. But it's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think of that just like, I don't want, not like overly sexual because I think there's a difference between like. Sexual. Sexual. And passion. And passion. But it's just like passion. I feel like it's. It's that, I guess it's more so like feeling, that excitement. Almost like enthusiasm yeah, like to it, what you're mm-hmm. putting towards, like your enthusiasm towards the love, like yeah. your passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess it's, to me, it's just like soap opera kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like. Telenovela. Yeah, that, that's exactly, <laughs> I don't know if. She get the reference, yeah. but like when I think of passion, I literally think of like telenovelas when mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, Mauricio." <laughs> you know? Watch Jane the Virgin if you don't know what we're talking Ooh, about. I, That's I, my show. I love Jane the Virgin. <laughs> yes. She got on my freaking what? nerves yes. a lot of the times, mm-hmm. but I love that show. Yes. My favorite person was Rogelio. Yes. <laughs> I love him. I'm reminiscing right now. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I think. It's like a little bit of the drama, a little bit of the, like the spice, the anticipation, Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. I think of that too. Um, But the other side of passion, right? And I think this is where we're going to like get into a little bit of debate, right? Passion can also mean um, over enthusiasm or like can have a negative connotation to it. So, is passion like the enthusiasm towards the love, or is can you think of passion as something um, like if someone is passionate about the relationship and you're arguing with them, and because they're so passionate mm-hmm. about their point or they're passionate about the relationship, does it then come off as aggressive mm. or like negative um, towards the other person? But some people see it as passion. Yes. I think uh, some, I've heard people say like, you know, arguing is like part of passion. Mm -hmm. And also like to like bring it back to Jane the Virgin, like I liked it. But another thing that was like annoying was the fact that like her and what's his, Raphael, right? Like the whole Mm -hmm. Raphael, Mike thing. It was Mm -hmm. like, we're on again, off again. It's like cut the shit. It's like cut the (laughs) shit. Either y'all are together or you're not together. Right, 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 exactly. So part of it is that like, I think a lot of people also interpret passion as like, yes, you have that incitement and that enthusiasm, but a lot of the times like you have to have like some tension. There Mm -hmm. has to like, there has to be something that causes that. Right. So I feel like sometimes like that passion and enthusiasm can very easily people misinterpret arguing as passion. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, you know, some people think like if you don't argue in your relationship, like Are you passionate? Are you passionate? Do you <laughs> even love your partner? Right. And then passion could also be like, um, the way you react to something. Mm-hmm. So if y'all are like in a disagreement or you do something mm-hmm. that you know, your partner doesn't like, and they respond in such an aggressive and like, um, passionate way Mm -hmm. that is like the reaction is so large that Mm -hmm. is very visible. Mm -hmm. Like that is like a type of passion that people think also, but like for me, like, 
that kind of like aggression it can be too much. Yeah, that shit can turn into acrimony real quick. Have you? Did you ever see yeah. acrimony? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fatal attraction. Uh, what's the other one? A thin line between love and hate. Right? Okay, like <laughs> all so, these people are passionate. All these people are passionate too. <laughs> right. And crazy, but aside <laughs> aside from that, like right. sometimes I think people skew. Like passion with aggression, mm-hmm. I don't like, or friction or yeah. drama. And uh, some people like that. Some, some people, people enjoy that in a relationship. Like, there's some men, they love them a crazy girl. Yes. If you're not calling them 30 times when they're missing, they don't want you. Yeah. Like, some men like that. Like, they prefer that you're on their body like this. Mm-hmm. And I don't, some women like that too when their man is like mm-hmm. controlling and wanting to know where they are, what they're doing. Yeah. And, or like some people, even like jealousy, like some people feel like some sort uh, some sort of validation when their yes. partner is jealous. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's not for me. Mm-mm. But like, <laughs> so again, so it's like, but that is considered passion. Right. Because that person is passionate about me. They care about me. They don't want anybody else around me. Right, right. And then, so let's talk a little bit about stability, right? So, excuse me, that Hennessy is getting me. Wow. (laughs) It's about to kick in. Get ready. Um, (laughs) No, but um, so when we're talking about stability, I think like stability has less of a difference in like definition. So when we think of stability, I think we're all thinking about like consistency, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's something that you always have. You can have faith that it'll be there. Mm -hmm. Like when I think of stability, like you can think about it like a house, like you have good foundations, Mm -hmm. like, you know, you know that you're sitting on something comfortably solid solid yeah something solid that you have faith in like Mm -hmm. it's there yeah and i think um another part of that i guess because i'm married so i automatically think of that i also Mm -hmm. think of like stability to me also means financial stability Mm, okay because a fun fact (laughs) uh the number one reason why couples get divorced is finances so that's important yeah because being broke, it's not. It's not fun. It's not fun for anybody, and it's definitely not fun for your marriage. Yeah. All right. So that's another thing that I think of too when I think of stability is like also financial stability too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, especially when you're at that point in a relationship where you want to grow and you want to take it to the next level, and you want to build, and you want to build, and that ne- that doesn't necessarily mean you know having children, but right. even if you want to go into a relationship and move in together, if that person is not bringing some sort of financial stability, and if that's something that matters to you, y'all getting an apartment together might not be the best thing. Right, right. Yeah. Um, And then, like, I think that, at least for me, that's why sometimes that type of thing is important. Like, like living with each other um, and like even doing something as simple as like sharing a bill. Mm -hmm. Like even if you don't live together, but like maybe you share a phone bill and it's like, okay, like if we're splitting this, the money's doing this day. We know it's doing this day every month Mm -hmm. and you're not keeping up with that. Like that kind of lets me know like where your mind is at Mm -hmm. when you're, when you're thinking about your finances, like maybe it's not important to you to keep up with this, but it's like, that's something that you need to know about this person before yeah. you go forward and build with them. When you get more expensive things, like you have a house, mm-hmm. like with your husband, like that's, that ain't cheap. Yeah, that's not a joke. Like your mortgage comes like clockwork. Also, um, 
we'll discuss this later in another episode, but fun fact, uh, when you get a house with somebody, your credit score, they take the lesser person's credit score. So I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you were doing something. Yeah, you thought you were t- <laughs> You could have A-class credit, but if the person you're buying a house with does not have A-class credit, it don't matter. They take their credit. It's crazy. America. Yeah. But anyway, back to our point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like another thing about stabi- stability is that I think sometimes people also equate that with being boring. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> stability and consistency could also mean in your mind like same thing, yeah, different same old, day. Same old. Like, yeah, no nothing exciting, nothing like um spontaneous. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, like I know what I'm getting mm-hmm. type of situation and it's like do you want that? Are you okay with that? But there's also a good side of stability in the fact that like you can depend on that person. You know that that person is always going to be there. You know that like that is always going to be there and there's always some reassurance in the fact that you always have this. Like this is stable. Nothing mm-hmm. is going to shake it. Right. Right. Yeah. So then if you had to choose would you rather passion mm-hmm. or stability? Me, stable, stability. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, especially for me, because um, I think this is an important question. I think to ask in each stage, or I think it would be an interesting question to ask in each stage of your life. Like mm-hmm. when you first are getting into relationships, when you're in a relationship, when you're getting married, when you have children. I think because. I have children and we also like we've been we've been together for like 10 years. We've been married for five. We have invested a lot of time together. We have two children and we also have invested like money in certain things, Mm -hmm. you know, and especially for my children, you know, I want that stability. I want for myself to know like this is a partner that I know I will have. Throughout life, I want my children to know that mommy and daddy are going to be there together throughout their life. And, you know, I don't want it like I'm not trust me. I'm not the type of person who's like, oh, we staying together for the kids. Because I'm the first person, you know, (laughs) like I grew up in a home where I mean, my parents were never together. But um, my grandparents, they're like uber Catholic, very old school. Mm -hmm. And they're like... We don't get divorced. Like, right, what's that's that? just, what's that? <laughs> and so, you know, there are a lot of things that happen in their marriage that uh, I know, like, that's, that's, that's grounds for divorce. Dog. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. and, but they just did it. And then you can tell when you grow up in an environment like that and you have children, like, your children pick up certain behaviors mm-hmm. or they think these are certain acceptable things in a relationship. Right. So, for myself, I would never stay in a relationship if I felt like I was setting a bad example for my children. Right. Wow. Yeah. If I felt like I was creating an unhealthy environment for mm-hmm. my children. Yeah. So, with that said, I still would prefer stability because Mm -hmm. you know my thing is like i feel like i'm a very dependable person and i want somebody like i want somebody who has my back yeah because whoever i'm with i have your back like in private i might be like yo whatever but like as a unit in public like i'm always gonna have your back yeah regardless regardless Mm -hmm. yeah i think i'm 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 the same way like i'll prefer stability because i feel like passion like it's it's exciting. It's like 
it's exciting. Like that's that's the main word that I think of when I think about passion. Like you think something that's exciting, but with stability, like you said, you always know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Like you can trust in what you have and like go forward from that. Because even with um and to me I feel like things like passion, you can find like what in your relationship between the two of you can create passion yeah. between, you know, in your relationship. But I feel like stability is harder to create. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have that, like I would prefer it and then build off of that um, just because, you know, the peace of mind aspect of yeah. it. Like passion is fun, it's exciting, but. Yeah, I think it's it's the peace of mind because like to me, passion is like a roller coaster kind of. Like in order for you to feel that high, mm-hmm. you have to feel that low. Oh, it's a drug. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it might be a drug. It might be. It might be. It might be that endorphins. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe that, you know because there's good drugs and there's bad, bad drugs. drugs. Definitely. So it's like. You know, you never know what you're going to get sometimes with passion. True. And that's the thing. But I also think, like, for passion to work, there has to be, like I said, tension. Mm. There, like, you can't have passion throughout. Right. eventually it just, like, it, it evens out or it plateaus. Like, mm-hmm. So you have to have, like, that. Even if you're an adrenaline, like, even if you're an adrenaline junkie, right? There are certain new things that, like, bring you adrenaline. But right. eventually that is not going to give you the same rush that it did before. And so now you're going to be looking for like the next, the next rush, mm-hmm. the next high. Right. So I feel like with passion, part of it is that it's always like that push and pull. Yes. To create that passion. Right. Right. Like even when people say, oh, like makeup sex is great. Like mm-hmm. the reason you're having it is because you have that yeah. disagreement. You had a low. You had the low to get to the high. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, um, I personally, I just find that emotionally draining. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired now. I'm tired (laughs) because it's like, I'm not, I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm not like an outwardly emotional person. Mm -hmm. I think I have feelings. It's just like way deep down on the inside. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel, and so a lot of the times like that is just, it's depleting, you know? And so I don't like to feel that constant, like, um, friction or like to get to that high I right. have to struggle yes yeah I'm the same way like if we just argued and like we were angry and said like you know terrible things to each other I don't then want to have makeup sex with you yeah it's like now like okay like great we resolved this but now I'm still like I'm trying to get like back yeah like on a plateau with you again before then we go to the high so like the whole like you said like the whole makeup sex thing like that's cool but like I, I feel like it's almost better for me, like, if it's like, wow, you took out the garbage every day this week? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, damn, wow. You know what I mean? Like, instead of like, a, oh, we just had an argument, like, now let's have sex. It's like, yeah, I yeah. get it. I mean, uh, like I said, passion is just, um, it's it's not for me. Um, but if it's for you, that's cool. Yeah. Like, some people... Mm-hmm. Some people like that. Some people want to feel like even with jealousy. Like I could not be with someone who I felt um, their jealousy was like super controlling or super yeah. overwhelming. Right. I just it to me. I I don't have any interest because then it's like it's not it's not like your jealousy is just like a you thing. Mm-hmm. You're, eventually, it's going to touch me. Right. Because you're jealous of who I'm hanging out with or what I'm doing. Right. So it's eventually going to affect me and affect my energy. And it's, I don't 
Like, it's just, I have right. no interest. And I, even furthermore for myself, I have no interest in being jealous of you in, with someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, I just... Yeah. It's, it's not really a good feeling to no. me. Like, I don't... I don't enjoy that feeling. Um, and like, it makes me think of like the first relationship I ever had, right? And mind you, it was a high school relationship. So, like, you know, whatever. But like, the person that I was dating was a passionate person. So, like, when they expressed interest in me and liking me, it was with great passion. Like, and it was, oh, I like you because of this and I love you because of that. And that's what kind of drew me into the relationship because it's like, you know, you're young, like you see all the the drama of the movies and the shows and stuff, and you're like, oh, this is how it should feel. So it's like when this person came at me with passion, it was like, oh, I love this. But the passion also continued to a negative side. Mm-hmm. So it's like when he became jealous or he didn't like that, I hung out with my friends more than him. It was also passionate, but it, it was it became toxic and like aggressive and like um it just wasn't a good environment. And it took me like a while. Like, and I always say, like, I had a really grown-up relationship at a young age in high school because it took me some time to get out of the relationship because of the amount of passion he had in the relationship. Like the, pa- the passion on the negative end, like it becomes so much that it's almost too much. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you, sometimes you have like this fear of like even getting out of it because you don't want the passion to escalate mm-hmm. to now, like, cause it's negative at the end yeah. of the day. So it's like, if you give this person a negative emotion by, you know, ending the relationship, you're also escalating their passion as well in that negative sense. So it's like I've been in one of those relationships where it's all about passion. And for me, like I feel like if the person is not in control of their passion and how strong their emotions are, it could be really, really negative. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't, nah, I prefer not. <laughs> and I think that's important. And I think that's a that's a really good key that you hit on. It's like, not to say that a passionate relationship is bad, but I think... Again, back to our, I guess our over like our overarching theme in our episodes is like you have to be self aware mm-hmm. of if you're a passionate person, that's fine, but you need to like keep it in check. Yes, yeah, and just make sure that it's not going off to like the negative side or to the overwhelming side because then that's you know when you get fatal attraction and you get like bunnies getting cooked on the stove. I'm dead. <laughs> Not the bunny. The bunny. My <laughs> man came home and saw his daughter's bunny right. like boiling. And I was like, not the bunny. <laughs> Mind you, I was watching Fatal Attraction when I was like 10. And you had no business watching no that? No business watching that. <laughs> also, like, if you want to talk about inappropriate, I remember like watching Boogie Nights when I was like 10. And I was just like, where the fuck were the adults? <laughs> where were the adults? The where? adults were right there. Just like, hmm? Just like. <laughs> Not this part. Not, not this, this part. part. Mind you, but the whole movie, right? The whole movie is literally about porn. Like, Inappropriate. But you don't cover this one part, right? Like that's just. I'm not gonna get what the movie's about, right? Okay. And you can still hear. So and even know. in that movie, the passion mm-hmm. that dude. I think like his wife was a porn star, and I think she would cheat on him, or like she would try to make him jealous. And one day, my man came with a gun. And blasted her, the dude, and himself. Passion. Passion. <laughs> oh, don't they say, isn't that like a term that they use legal, like in legal terms too? Like Oh, crime of passion. Crime of passion. You see? Crime of passion. Okay. It's dangerous. It's, it can be dangerous. <laughs> I don't want to say it's not like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's completely negative, but like it's mm-hmm. a slippery slope. It yeah. can go bad very quickly. Yes. So now 
we're going to talk about can you have both? Mm-hmm. Right. So can you have both? Can you have passion and stability in a relationship? And I think you can have both and in the right context. Yeah. Because... Um, I think in the course of our conversation, you might think we're biased against passion. Right. That's what it sounds and, like. <laughs> yeah. No, we're really not. Mm-hmm. Like, we agree passion is extremely important, but yeah. you have to, um, I guess, curtail it and know how to handle it. Yeah. So I'm going to turn to my Googles, right? <laughs> and I found this article on psychology today, so you know it's legit. So I'm not pulling it out of my ass, Wisdom research. Right. And it's called, <laughs> We All Want Passion. But do we need it? Um, so one of the things here is that they talk about essentially like a relationship triangle. So the triangle is basically um, comprised of intimacy, commitment, and passion, right? So those are the three things that make up, I guess, this love triangle, right? Mm. So you have intimacy, commitment, and passion. So if you take the passion out, you have intimacy and commitment, but then is that more like a friendship? Hmm. Uh, because I think, I think what defines love for your significant other versus love for you, like, let's say a friend is passion, right? Mm-hmm. You love your friend, right? But the distinguishing characteristic between you loving your friend and you loving your significant other is that you also have passion behind loving your significant other. Right, right. So I think in that context, passion is important. Like you want to have that passion for the person that you're with. Right. Um, And I think um, passion is also important when you're talking about having a sexual relationship with your partner. Absolutely. if you don't have that passion, like how are you going to have that um like that sexual chemistry Mm -hmm. because intimacy like intimacy is important but also intimacy is to me like it's like there are two types of intimacy there's sexual intimacy and then there's like i guess relationship intimacy Mm -hmm. or just like how do i describe it it's like the intimacy that we have when we discuss things versus the intimacy that we have when we have sex right right and i feel like um you know, especially like when we like in relationships, a lot of couples, when they talk about intimacy, some people mean sexual intimacy. And then some people are talking about emotional intimacy. That's right. what I meant. Emotional right. intimacy. Because you can feel intimacy, like you said, having a conversation mm-hmm. or like sharing something with somebody. That's also intimacy, not yeah. necessarily touching, feeling that mm-hmm. type of interaction. Yeah. So in this sense, passion, I think you need passion. Mm -hmm. Um, It's important, but I think it has to be in the right context. Yeah. Um, I think for me too, like I would love both. I would love passion and stability because I feel like passion is like something you can feel, Mm -hmm. right? And instability is something that you're aware of. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you mesh the two, I feel like it's like perfection. Like Mm -hmm. you you feel the passion of your love, you feel the stability in your love. And like with both, it's like the building of the relationship is just fun. Mm -hmm. Um, So can you have both? I think so. Um, Does everybody get both? No. I think to get both, but this is a thing. I think with relationships, a lot of people have the idea that relationships are easy, that relationships just come natural. Like or that they feel, should be easy. They yes. should be easy, like you feel what you feel. But then on the other end, there are some people that b- believe like if your relationship is not easy, is it really worth struggling for? Mm. So again, I feel like 
there has to be a balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and with relationships, no, they shouldn't be super easy. They shouldn't be extremely difficult. Right. Relationships are something that you work, you have to work at. You have to work to create the type of relationship that you want. Mm-hmm. And that is not the same relationship for everybody. Like everybody's ideal relationship is different. Um, and so like, you have to be mindful that your idea of a relationship may be different from your partner's idea of what a good relationship is. Right. But the essential thing is that you need to work at your relationship. You yeah. need to communicate and work on trying to achieve that. Cause I think a lot of people get stuck in that, oh, it should be natural. Like we don't have to do anything. And no, a relationship is work. Anybody that's married will tell you a marriage ebbs and flows. Mm. And I think it's not just for a marriage. I think it's for a relationship too. Like right. there are good days and there are bad days for a relationship. Um, so to bring it back to passion, passion is important, but I think it's the right amount of passion and mm-hmm. the type of passion that matters. Because even in the article, it said that um, in regards to passion, couples that like peaked at passion early on in the mm-hmm. beginning and then went on to marriage d- um, they didn't report uh, like satisfactory or they didn't report like um, like they were happy in their marriage. They were mm-hmm. less happy in their marriage than couples who had like a mid-range of passion and then got okay. married. Mm-hmm. They reported to be higher, like to be happier in their relationship. So, I mean, it is important because it's like when you peak, mm-hmm. what else is there? Right. And again, a relationship is long sustaining. This is the long haul. So mm-hmm. if you go all passionate out in the beginning, like what else is there? Right. And then for a lot of people, like going with stability, like consistency is a big thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you can't keep your passion up here and it's declining, that's a part of stability as mm-hmm. well. So now you feel like you don't have either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. And it also like it matters because it's like if you start up high and you can't sustain it because it's too high, then it's going to decline. And then even when it declines and you find that medium range, you're still going to be looking for that high. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I think it it definitely is important um, for you to talk about with your partner what passion looks like to you, what passion looks like to them, and what is the medium, like the middle ground that you guys can both accommodate your ideas of passion to have a successful relationship. Yeah, agreed. So the moral of the story is <laughs> you can't have both. Um, I think in regards to passion, moderation is key. Yep. Um, and make sure, because in the article it also said that passion can also get very negative quickly. So yeah. it's not just us. Psychology Today said it. Mm-hmm. So, And you also have to be aware that that passion doesn't go to the negative side very quickly. Right. So again, you just have to be constantly monitoring it and making sure that you're in check. Right. So again, you can have both. You just have to balance. Yes, balance. Yes, that's life, balance. Mm. So let us know if you agree with us mm-hmm. or if you're that passionate person who's out there is like, fuck that, passion <laughs> all the way. Let us know. Um, right. Send us your opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, we're here for it. We're here for it because... Um, I think we share kind of like the same idea. Mm-hmm. So if somebody has a different opinion, we would love to hear what you have to say. Yeah, absolutely. And we could probably bring the topic up again. And Ooh, let's debate. Yeah, we love a debate. Mm-hmm. Um, but thanks for watching. Yeah. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And comment. Yes. Um, rate us on the podcast. We're on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And... uh 
We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.